Hello, sisters. We are not doing that. I know. I'm trying to find a good intro. It's not it's not happening. Girlies, hi girlies. Listeners, what's up, guys? Dang thems and all in betweens. What up, y'all? <laughs> um, welcome to another wonderful are we are we releasing these on Tuesdays now, right? I think so. What an, another wonderful Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this. I'm Joanna. And I'm Emily. And this is Sister Combo. Cue the intro. What's your what the fuck of the week? Uh, so it's actually kind of like uh, some true crime news. I don't know if any of our listeners are like into true crime, but a huge break in the Memphis Three case kind of just happened. Was it last week or earlier this week? Um, basically, throughout uh, the case, the police department in Memphis had stated that they had lost all of the evidence that uh, could prove the innocence of the three guys that they had put away. And after 20 years, I believe, it was found in the police station, like unchecked, and it was even marked as missing, even though it was in the police station. They're like, what the fuck? Because in the records, it's like, apparently they got lost in this fire that never happened. With this evidence that they found, they can like start doing DNA stuff to hopefully find the murderer because they never found the murderer of this case. It It's pretty big. I, th- I think that's a what the fuck for me. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of neglectful things happen in, in the police community that a lot of people don't talk about or just gets lost in the sauce and that is annoying. Um, you also mentioned to me that something that was neglected, that there was a man, not probably like a couple towns over, not that far from the crime scene that walked into a gas station dripping with blood. Yeah, uh, the so the case was like the murder of these three boys and a few miles away from the murder site of where, where the boys were found, this guy walks into this fast food place like covered in blood and just walks into the bathroom, cleans himself off and walks out before the police get there. Cause obviously the employees called the police. And with that, the police never fucking followed up on that. Obviously this is not NCIS law and order scandal. Obviously nothing that people would actually connect the dots or they just didn't want to. They don't have Olivia Benson in real life. Who the hell is Olivia Benson? Oh, yeah. from Law & Order. <laughs> I never knew her last name. And it's- I was going to say, from SVU? Come on. Pope? is literally my thought process. So I'm like, who the fuck is Olivia Benson? <laughs> um... But yeah, that's my what the fuck of the week. Just a little, uh, that's super cool because it's still kind of relevant in my time. Shitty because I feel like the guys who got in trouble or wrongfully incarcerated, I feel like they should just be able to live their lives. But you know, I mean, (laughs) what the fuck for me? But anyway, what's your what the fuck of the week? Uh Haha, see, I remembered. Ha! 
what the fuck? I guess I have a few. I just got these new sweatpants. They're from the Chloe Halley collab. If you know who they are, they're from Grownish. They have their own music out. And they are freaking amazing. They're the campus pants from Victoria or from Pink. Um, I had a gift card and I was like, I need a good pair of black sweatpants. And they are so comfortable. These are literally like the inside is so nice and soft. Like these are going to be like my new go-to legging, go-to um, sweatpants. Um, I guess second what the fuck of the week, which I'm not going to go into detail about because keep listening. We are doing a whole Valentine's Day February episodes, four episodes surrounding like love, relationships, sex, all that stuff. Um, but why do we have to be so sprung over boys? Like my phone dings and I feel like I'm going to jump out of my skin. Like what the fuck is that? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I also love it. It's like my old self, like my old boy crazy self is getting excited about dating again. Mm-hmm. Especially since these are like actually guys, an actual guy that I actually like versus me just like, oh, you're okay, you're whatever. I'm just here to kill time. <laughs> um, if you guys are interested about our dating life because we have been putting ourselves out there a little bit more, stay tuned for next month. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with that, uh, I actually managed to convince Joanna uh per last episode because last episode we went over my quiz i convinced her to take the uh kink quiz so i was thinking we could take our results and compare and contrast and just kind of see like where we both are i'm really excited to find what your results are did you lose them because i thought it was opened in it was just opened in the tab that you sent me. I didn't take a screenshot. Okay, I know most of them. I <laughs> That's so annoying. I didn't know that would happen. So basically, I'm vanilla. I'm 70. I remember I was 74% vanilla. That was my top one. Um, I you didn't have any 100%? No. What? 100%. Because I remember when I was taking the quit. I'm so pissed I didn't take a fucking screenshot. That's so annoying. Do you um, want Do you want to redo it? It took so long because I was like, like the questions that they were asking me, I feel like they were so not in my comfort zone at this time mm-hmm. that it was like, they were asking me a lot of primal questions, a lot of like, would I want to be a sex slave? No, hard no. I would not want to be a sex slave. Um, they were asking me, what other ones? They were asking me questions like, like, do you, do you bring, do you, does it bring you pleasure to degrade your partner and be disrespectful? I'm like, no, not at all. Bless you. Thank you. Not at all. Like that's, would be a hard pass for me. Um, so I remember I was 74% vanilla. Um, I'm, I was like, probably like another probably 70 ish percent submissive rope bunny, which was shocking. Um, I could definitely see you being a rope bunny though. I mean, I do. I mean, I have definitely, maybe cause like that, there was like a brief period in my life where I was obsessed 
with the Fifty Shades of Grey books. Like, I read all four of the books at least four or five times. Um, that's why I was so pissed off when the movie came out, and it was trash. Like, the first movie was trash. first movie was so bad. Literally, because 95% of the dialogue is in her brain. So how are yeah. going to, like, yeah, they, they really messed up. Like, how were they going to at all? And they didn't even like attempt to do a voiceover or anything. Like that made it a little easier. Yeah. So I still like the books better than the movies, even though the last two movies were really good. Like I did not watch the last two movies. They're so good. Oh my I gave god. Up hope. I watched the second one. I'm like, this really isn't any better. So I just stopped. But what I think would have been a really good idea for the Fifty Shades of Grey books because with the books there's the four main books and then there's the fifth book which is the first book but in Christian's point of view so I what I really think they should have done is like the first movie you know that they should have done like a voiceover so like you kind of understood what was going on in her head so it was like a little more understandable and then do the rest of the series, whatever. And then also at the very end of the series, do that last movie just in his perspective. But it's almost like, how would they do that? I don't know. <laughs> First time. Anyways, so um, yeah, when I was doing the, like, I do think that I would enjoy being tied up and like played with. Mm-hmm because of the way I reacted to that book but a lot of the other ones like if you go down the list I can tell you exactly what I wasn't of your list okay like so with like zeros I have I have three zeros wow I had like seven zeros (laughs) really it it was like zero 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 two eight 12, 13, 13, 13. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I have a 100%, which is switch. I think I was 13% switch. Because I just really, like, I am not in the stage of my sexuality where I'm comfortable taking charge. Like, I'm still so in my head. Would you say you're a pillow princess? I think I was before, but I try to be involved even though I'm on the bottom, if that makes sense. You're not not starfishing? (laughs) No, because I feel like I'm not doing anything. So I'm like doing something, whether it's like biting or licking or kissing or like doing something underneath. Right. You can feel like, hey, I'm here. (laughs) I'm a part of this. Yeah, it's not just you, but with with Pipe Man. Uh Uh-huh. I'm a pillow princess. He wants me to be a pillow princess. And I'm happy just being just there. Just, you know. Right. Go ahead. Crank that handle. Shit. (laughs) Thank you. Because I didn't really, I don't want to be involved that much anyways. Yeah. This is so fucking cute. Okay, anyways. What was it? (laughs) No, these, 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 um. It has, it says Chloe Hallie Pink right here. And I love buying collab things like this because you're going to have it forever. If mm-hmm. it 
you're gonna have it forever and then you're gonna remember that like oh my god like they were on Grownish. anyways let me stop <laughs> um and then i'm 92 percent submissive you're that high yeah wow i think mine wasn't that high up there i mean it was still because i didn't have any hundred <laughs> percent um yeah my vanilla i was at 59 percent. wow i think it's just i don't i don't like being submissive you mean dominant i don't like being um dominant yeah and then my i remember it said primal and then in parentheses it said prey was like 60 something percent really huh yeah my primal thing is zero really i think that shit is so uh i think i said in the last episode that i don't mind it that i think like in the right circumstances and the right kind of growl that it's i don't think of it as like animalistic i just think of it as like like you're aroused because of me would you say that that's something you like didn't know you were attracted to but then found out like over tiktok or something yes exactly over tiktok because like i found myself on kink talk a couple times and i was like uh-huh. oh, i found myself over here Oh, I am solely planted in the in kink talk. And I'm also a brat. Like it said like it said like twenty two percent brat. Oh yeah, I am seventy nine percent brat. <laughs> so it's literally I'm it goes switch, submissive, degrady, brat, rope bunny. Yeah, degrady is like at the bottom. I don't know what it is, like <laughs> you don't know. Said that you that you that you have a, you like that you have a thing for that and I'm like mm-hmm. no I'm sorry do not like I can't even argue with people like that unless I'm really mad or I don't like you because I'm just I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not that mean no you're not that mean I thought you froze for a second oh <laughs> no I was just I was thinking um the reason why I ask you that is because like. I don't know, for some reason, like, I found in the recent, actually, that I find the vibe of somebody, uh, of, like, a rugged man or, like, a hot lesbian smoking a cigarette, like, I don't know what it is about that. The look of it works for me. Like, I, I don't like to be around smokers in real life. I hate the smell of cigarettes and all that stuff. But like the look is just a vibe. Um, I think I first noticed this, well, obviously when I was watching one of my favorite shows, Cowboy Bebop in like the 90s, that anime. But um, most recently it was in this movie that Tom Holland is in, it's called Cherry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, Tom Holland smoking a cigarette just like worked for me. I was just like, man, this is kind of like, he's kind of hot there. Because you think it symbolizes kind of like the bad boy, like he's like not supposed to be like, you're not supposed to be dating him. You're kind of rebelizing. Oh, I I think I just, I'm just a sucker for a bad boy look. Probably. I'm a sucker for thuggish. Yeah. I can't help it. Like T.I. T.I. in ATL. Always, oh. Um, If you've seen Stomp the Yard. 
Mm-hmm. Like, no, because I was always always on, on the good guys. I'm just a sucker for, like, like, a southern, not even a southern, just, like, a boy who, I don't know. I don't know, because I'm always a sucker for, like, the good. <laughs> I'm very much, like, uh, have you ever watched the movie Heathers? No. Uh, this character, his name is Jason Dean in the movie. Hold on, let me see. What? Plus, Renata Ryder. Oh, man. She was so, she she still is very attractive, but uh, her in the 90s was a different person, like a different breed. Okay, yeah. That kind of vibe. I don't know, because I'm like, I'm always, it's always the hair for me. I just, I really can't. Like, I will forget your entire faults. Like, I, like, oh my God, take it every time I mention, um, Trumpito, you have to take a drink. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's just the hair. Like, I forget all of your faults when I see the hair. Like, I didn't even realize Trumpito was smoking weed and holding a joint in his pictures because I was so mesmerized by, like, the hair. Like, I like the rugged look. Mm-hmm. Um... In Game of Thrones, uh, Khaleesi's husband. Oh, Drogo? In Namoa. Yeah, Khan Drogo or something. Oh my god, all of that. All of it. Yes. Have you ever watched the show Vikings? No. Ooh, Joanna. The men with the hair in that show. But it's like, I liked... I like that, like, I like that, like, the ruggedness, the hair, the manliness, like, I want you to feel like a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I can't help it. Like, the nice guy with the hair, and, like, I guess I don't gravitate towards bad boys, because it's, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a ride-or-die chick. That's okay. Total random question, and you can cut this out if you want to. Were you ever, like... Did you ever like um, Scar in Lion King? No. No? Okay. No. Did you like Simba in Lion King? Yeah. If you were to say that you had like a childhood crush on a character, would it be anybody from the Lion King? No. No? No. I mean, I thought Simba, like, I thought Simba was like, okay. Like, I know that one of our other friends was obsessed, but like, my childhood crush with Disney would have to be probably Hercules. Well, yeah. The reason why I asked is because of the hair. Oh, no, 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 no. It was definitely Aladdin. It had to have been Aladdin or even um, Captain John Smith. Really? Yeah. Hmm. No, I've never been attracted to blondes. <laughs> John Smith. Yeah. I think the lowest thing that, like, I definitely wasn't was the age player. I still have a problem with it. I got a little bit of that, like, 2%. Because I think think the question that got it was, do you, like, do you like to be nurturing and caring and, like, like, almost... parent parental like is the question 
And I was, like, not really the parental part, but I do like to have, like, respect, up the most respect for them and, like, uplift them. And if they need something, like, I'm there. Like, I'm, oh, like, <laughs> so fucking annoying. That's why I don't want people to, I, I don't, I discourage guys that I'm talking to to listen to the podcast because of this shit. Y'all, we are giving away the fucking cheat codes to our lives, and I don't like that. <laughs> he can listen to it and be like he could literally play whoever your people that you like people that I like could play right into our panties and not give a fuck about us that is why I'd be like over here we don't give a fuck about them first but you I'm looking for love I want it but like <laughs> I mean you could think of it that way, but you could also think of it as, you know, you're like, you know what you're, what we're putting out. So if you take notice of somebody completely just going by the book of what we were saying. But like girl brain would be like, oh my God, he knows me. Oh my God, he pays attention. Oh my God. Nobody has ever done that before. Y'all, he really like, bitch. I fell for that once. I don't know if I want to fall for it again. But it's like, how would you, if you're just genuinely liking this person, you're not thinking, like me, for instance, we're going to go off on a little rant, guys. I blindly, I just blindly trust. Like, I don't, I don't, it's just a fault of mine. I don't know where it, where the fuck it comes from. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's going to cheat on me. I don't think that he's going to do me wrong. If I like you, I like you. And then you get, you automatically get the trust. And then when it goes wrong, I'm like, okay. It genuinely fucking shocks me when if it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not anticipating that he's going to be a fuckboy or he's going to do something wrong. So hmm. if shit like that happens, it I'm like genuinely like, why didn't I see that coming? Because I'm in it. I'm fully in it. I don't know how and I don't know why, but I unconsciously just think people are good people. <sighs> I'm trying to think of how to word this. Just say it. I find it, it's very, I find that very interesting because you're only, like, you only want to believe somebody's a good person when you like them. Because when you don't, if you get a bad vibe or you don't like, I don't want to say, like, you don't like the way they look, but, like, you're just, like, not feeling that person. You will in you you know what faults they have. You will state what faults they have. And I mean, sometimes you'll like try to be like, okay, well, you know, this, this, and like explain it away just to like, you know, attempt to give that person a chance. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if that like if there's a reason for that. I don't know. But it's also, you do hold your friendships to a higher regard than you do a relationship. So I think maybe it's just easier for you to, like, throw love at the wall because you don't hold it to such a regard as friendship, maybe? I don't know. Like, that's just where my mind went to. I mean, you know better than me because I I have a, a pair of rose-colored contacts that are forced into my eyes any time that I think a guy is remotely attractive and he's like he tech he ticks all my boxes 
and then I'm just like blind after that. Like with this certain person that I'm anticipating seeing, I'm so fucking excited. And I'm like, he takes every box in my flat. And I'm like, oh my God, we could go to Greece together. Oh my God, like we could travel together. Oh my God, like what if he asked me to, like girl, it's a problem. (laughs) Wow. Like he texted me a couple of hours ago and I've been itching to text him back. Oh, what did he say? See, the voice changed. (laughs) What the fuck? I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. I have recently been having like conversations. Okay. So for all the girlies out there that have been watching Insecure, it ended. If you haven't watched it yet, you know, go watch it. So Issa, um, I was trying to get um, one of the people in my life to watch it. I try to get everybody to watch it. It's a really good series. It's pro-black. It's made for black people by black people. And mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, somebody who is of older age than me said that there was a lot of sex in it. First of all, it's an HBO show. So you've seen all the S. You're seeing all the titties. You're seeing all of the male... You're seeing all the good... Th- you're seeing all the good shit. Yes. So it didn't occur to me that there was a lot of sex in the show. Maybe because, like, I'm desensitized to it. I think it's, you get really into the story. I think that's honestly what it is, that I don't see a lot of it. Because, okay, so I've noticed that, like, you're not really, you're not usually into, like, sex-filled things but you were for uh 50 shades but i have a theory about it and i think if the theory is it's because it's based off of a fan fiction of twilight i don't see it i've it, heard that, it, that's what it is she's admitted to that's what it is she just changed bella to anna and edward to christian i don't see it i don't see it I don't see it. I'm a denier. I, I see it. Standoffish guy, eager girl. But how is Edward standoffish? In the first movie. What do you mean? He's only. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Uh huh. <laughs> As I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. He's not standoffish. It's because oh. It's just that he avoids her and watches her while she's asleep and doesn't want anything to do with her because he's afraid he's going to hurt her and all this extra shit. Because that's exactly what's happening. But I think it's just because you like the story. And I've done a lot of assumption, some assuming about you or like guessing about you this episode. You can tell me to stop at any time. No, I think it's interesting because you just like, I mean, I do the same thing with you in your personal life with your family. Like... I do a lot of that off the air. Um, but no, like it's interesting because I don't I I don't have a lot of people in my life that see these out that I tell things like this to. So mm-hmm. I don't see I don't get a mirror held up to my face like that. So I think it's interesting and I'm not offended. Okay. It's it interesting. And I do get you with that now that you say it out loud and I think about it openly. Um no, I do. I do. Honestly, like I like the storyline of things like I like seeing people grow and flourish. And it's not just about the sex. Right. Um, so point of 
bringing up Insecure is um, she, the person that I was talking to said that the show gave a lot of sex and they were out there in their sexuality. And I was like, are they? Like, they don't really have that many partners. Most of the people they were having sex with were in a, they were in a relationship with. Right. Like, I've, I've only watched the first two seasons, but, like, you know, regardless that the girls do have sex, they do have sex with, it's not like... It's not like they're fucking every, every single per like, every night. Yeah, like, they're having sex with people that they're in relationships with, or situationships with, or, you know, there's that occasional one-night stand, but what kind of sit what sitcom doesn't have that? Yeah, and this is what I find interesting, and I want to know your opinion on it that it seems like the older generation isn't as open isn't as open to sex but i think it's mostly because they're bred for relationships yeah like it's like your worth is so is so turned out upon your virginity or the way that you carry yourself you can have sex with whomever whenever you want to that doesn't bring your value down, but it almost feels like the older generation makes us feel like that. I, it's because, like, all right, so I'm going to go back, like, two generations. It's, like, you know, just after World War II, whatever, our grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like... I think like that was the era where there are like where people are like, hey, like you, it's okay to date around. You don't need to date the, you don't need to marry the first person you date. You know, like it was that was the very start of it. It wasn't very common, but like I remember, like, offhandedly watching like old dating videos, you know, just on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was in the nineteen like 1950s and all that and it's like you know it's so they're telling you like oh it's okay to date around you should try to like meet new people don't marry the first person you date you know like trying to give like that kind of advice Mm -hmm. because it was so common for people to just be like hey i know you we've we're we've lived three houses down from each other you want to get married yeah sure cool i'm gonna ship off to war um you probably won't see me ever again but you know we were married so we did what we were supposed to like i think it was just like so embedded because you know like the nuclear family the american dream you had to be married you can't have kids outside of marriage you have to get married and then you have to or you have to go to college and then you have to get married then you have to have kids and it really didn't start changing until like our parents you know 70 like late 70s 80s i just think like it kind of changed so rapidly that our even like the openness of what our parents went through and like you know the 80s the 90s whatever it was still so different than how dating is for us now because it's not like oh we do the same thing every day we go to the same job we see the same people every day it was so easy to meet that person like in school and that's why so many people get married to their high school sweethearts and all that shit it's about convenience it's also and it's also about demographics we bring that we beat that like what is it called we beat that like a dead horse or something like that i don't know what the saying is but Uh yeah like i was on facebook literally today and i saw 
four couples and I was like wait she ended up with him and the funny thing is that I literally remember them getting together in high school and I'm mm-hmm. like oh, I wonder how that's gonna go and I remember them freaking out about it I remember them going through all the emotions about it and then like I'm looking and they have a baby together and they're together and it baffles me mostly because I didn't date in high school I also did not I was a virgin up until I was 19 could have waited it was trash didn't have sex till about two years after that mm-hmm. um and it was revenge sex it wasn't even like actual sex um, <laughs> it wasn't good revenge sex either um that's disappointing it was disappointing most of my sexual encounters have been disappointing but i say that to say okay i say that to say that a lot of people think that it's trashy promiscuous to sleep i can't oh my god i can't say that word um to sleep around and I just think that how are you supposed to know what you want and what you like if you don't sample all the flavors before you buy? That's how I see it, too, because, like, there's a reason why fucking 50% and more now of marriages end in divorce. Because, like, I feel like people who stayed in marriages for, like, you know, 50, 60, 70 years, like unless they truly love each other they hate each other mm-hmm. and i mean it's because like getting di- and i think that's a whole nother thing divorce isn't seen as it was back then either yeah because mostly people instead of working on their love they're like the grass is greener over there instead of nurturing what you have they're like i'm just gonna go get new grass which I don't, I don't believe in that. I do believe that, like, that's why I haven't been in so, in many long relationships because I believe in nurturing and caring for what you have. That's mm-hmm. my friend. If like I nurture and care about my friendships, and when you, if you don't, there's no reason for me to be here. Like, why? Like, I understand that, but when I find something, I want it to last. Like, I want to be there. Like, let's go, th- let's go through it together. It's not going to be pretty. But, mm-hmm. and that's probably why I date older too. <laughs> I tend to date older guys because like, unless I find somebody who is around my age that actually feels the same way, which nine times out of 10, they don't. I think, why am I going to waste my time? I find older people are more sexually liberated. <laughs> I think that's funny because we're literally contradicting ourselves. We're like, the older generation is like, no. And then we're like, I date older. <laughs> Okay, when we say older, we mean like five years. We don't mean our parents. I'm sorry. How? Who is the oldest you've dated? 35. Oh, that's okay. I mean, that's still 10 under. That's still like not. I wouldn't say that's technically our parents' demographic anymore. I. It's usually about like seven, seven to 10 years older than me. And okay. They don't look like it either, like. i'm still like i don't know i just think that the older generation just isn't used to the type of dating that we have now because like you know they didn't have social media they didn't have the internet they didn't you know that could be such a cheesy thing or like uh 
overused thing to say, but it's a huge factor. I mean, but you were almost one of them. Oh, I know. That sounds so weird to say, but you were, you were almost a part of that, that, that group of people, the married, like high school sweethearts, married young, like you were almost there. I was, and thank God that I didn't because I feel like I would definitely have gotten a divorce by now. And that's one thing that I just can't imagine being in my 20s or, you know, 30s and getting a divorce. I mean, no shade to anybody that gets it done. I just like I it it wouldn't be for me. I understand that. So, I guess closing questions and points would be because I, I haven't, like, I wanted that. Like, I think I would wholly be happy because it was almost, when I moved to LA, it was like a, a mind, a, a shift. I had, I knew, I knew I wanted to eventually leave our hometown, but mm-hmm. I wanted to be married. I wanted to, like, have that one true love, that one that makes my heart explode and that I only have eyes for him and, like, I come home and I'm happy to cook for him and clean and do all the shit. Like, I still want that in my life adjacent to what it would have been back then. But, like, I – do you really think that, like, let's say, like, you and – I think we're calling him old – I think we're calling him old school – do you, I I think that if you and old school were to get back together, I think y'all would have, I think y'all would make it. I just think he has a toxic ass family. Yeah, no shit. I can see why you would think that. Probably because, but... <laughs> like, like probably because you didn't tell me anything about your actual relationship. Oh, during high school, no fucking way. I just think he has uh, he has issues that he needs to work on himself, and I, from what I've seen, they have not been worked on. And you know, like we're heading into our thirties, so like that's shit's damn near cemented in him. He's been, t- you know, like it's not like it's a fucking mystery or anything. He just. It it wouldn't work because I know what person I am and he know and I know what kind of person he is now. Like, we're great friends, mm-hmm. but having that distance between us helps. Look at that growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I guess I kind of wanted to be like. We, we were supposed to do a whole, a whole another episode, guys. We were supposed to be doing, um, like, another episode that's going to be probably in March. Yeah. Something that I can pull from there is what do you think you have gained from your past life? Like, my past relationships? No, like, your past life. Like, the person that you were back then. What, what do you think that you gained, like, that you didn't have back then? You know, I think from my past life, I've learned to trust my instincts more. I tend to ignore certain things. Like you said, if I do like a person or if I like the attention I'm getting from said person, I'll ignore things. But being alone uh, for a few years, my senses have kind of perked up on that. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm more thankful than not when I decide to walk away from a person. Okay. How about you? I think my confidence. Explain. Um, it isn't, and I'm not even saying like confidence with dating because yes, I couldn't really talk to dudes when I moved out here. And that was like my, one of my number one goals was to be able to be friends and talk to guys. Um, and now I can do it without hesitation. Like I can banter with them. It's, it's great. Like they were a different species to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but like my confidence in general, like confidence in the workplace, uh, knowing myself, getting to know myself, knowing my <clears throat> my triggers, my up my upfalls, my downfalls, my moods, just being overall confident in myself as a person. Because I felt oh. like for a long time I lost that, probably from like junior year, junior year, some of senior year to when I moved, I was just kind of floating. Mm -hmm what was going on just kind of like finding myself and then when I moved out here like it forced me to be like look at myself in the mirror and be like you there's you're not there's shit that you're not addressing that you didn't have to address that you have to look at and if you want to survive and succeed and addressing my confidence issues was definitely one of them all right well, I hope you had a good time listening, you guys. Like always, um, follow us on Instagram or DM us if you have any questions, topics, concerns with the podcast. We always appreciate the feedback. We love you guys. And let us know how the new format's going on. You know, this is like third episode, I think, in January, I believe. Third or fourth? It'll be third okay and then um yeah next month is super exciting because we are like i said doing my bread and butter <laughs> so yeah stay tuned and we'll see you guys next week bye